is up, everyone? My name is Ryan. My name is Eric. I'm Corey. And I'm Adam. And you're watching slash listening to another episode of Moral, Moral Dilemma. Dilemma. Wow, that felt good. Yeah. <laughs> we have a very, very special guest. We have Adam Farnsworth with, with, uh, with us. With us. <laughs> everyone give him a round of applause, but not us. We actually fired him a few yeah. weeks. Yeah, we actually fired him. It, it might. Some people might be confused. This is not Fatimarnsworth. Fatimarnsworth is back there running the camera. Hey, Fat. Uh, we told him to <laughs> stay quiet, which sometimes he doesn't do that. Uh, be quiet. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> they can't hear you, man. It's not but like our voice sounds the same. We have Adam Farnsworth. Uh, and before we start, Adam, thank you so much for being on here. I know that. How does it feel um, to be on a podcast you were fired from? <laughs> <laughs> well, granted, I wasn't at the table when I yeah, was fired. Exactly. Yeah. But you were the fired camera guy, so <laughs> you've only seen us through the lens of the camera. Do sure, we look even yeah. better in person. Oh, hundred percent. I figured. Wow, <laughs> it's on me. The camera uh, adds five pounds. On this. I thought it was ten pounds. Ten pounds. <laughs> well, I wanted. Or is that TV? I don't know. <laughs> no idea. I want a TV. I heard that podcast audio adds thirty pounds. Wow. Really? So. We sound a lot bigger than we look. Wow. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, also people watching may be wondering what this helmet is for. And for those listening, there is a, what is the era? What is it? Like a, what's, what's this armor from? It's a Philistine a warrior. Philistine warrior helmet. From the, the old school, Old Testament, biblical if, days. If you big fans remember, uh, when we had Brett Allen on the show, he mentioned that one of his favorite actors was Adam Farnsworth. So Adam has recently been in a movie. So would you like to uh, elaborate? Yeah. Uh, keeping it kind of short. I, for a few years, I... Don't keep um, it short, man. Okay. For, <laughs> for a few years, a few years ago... Uh, I got came across a men's ministry mm-hmm. uh, that was really just, it was pretty cool. I found a book, there was a book with it, and it, it leads you through a challenge where both physically and mentally, it's all about just your spiritual, your mental, and and and, and your physical, physicality of it. And uh, so it was founded by a guy, it's just, it was completely nonprofit, and, and anyone can join. And so uh, it was really cool just to get through that. And through that, not only did I lose 20 pounds about cool. three or four years and ago. you gained 30 of it back just talking because uh well yeah because the, the, audience, yeah. the podcast has 30 pounds but uh <laughs> it just really helped you know gain some spiritual discipline as yeah. well not just physical so it's even more important uh the the guy that kind of founded that he always had his passion he wanted to be an actor and he wanted to breach into he wanted to bring uh, the gospel to uh, an industry that you know needs it and that's like hollywood that's mm-hmm. filmmaking yeah and so he partnered with a uh, another guy who has written a lot of a lot of awesome fictional books, but based upon uh, biblical facts yeah. and truths. And has he's in his history, he's tried to bring some of his books to life through film, but just not, everything didn't line up. So yeah. they partnered together and they they created a a new studio called Gaborum Studios. Mm. Uh, and so with that, it's just this most aggressive storytelling of the Old Testament warriors. And so that's like the mindset is that you're this you're this Old Testament warrior. So looking back at like David and Saul mm-hmm. and, and and all these Old Testament warriors who fought these battles back then, uh, Caleb and Jonathan and Shamgar and and, and Shamgar, <laughs> which has like it's mentioned like twice. Well, yeah, in the Bible. there's one scripture and then like something else mentioned briefly somewhere else. But uh, so recently, w- their first kind of like major project, and, and they're approaching the industry totally different yeah. than. 
than Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They have uh, crowd, they, crowdfunded, they, right? Right. Yeah. They they have they got uh, fellow believers, people from the soul con industry, which is what I started years ago. Uh, brought in, and then other people that kind of follow Cliff Graham and his books and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you just those ten dollars a month. That was it. But with that, you get all this exclusive content. Yeah. You get insider look and stuff like that. And they really try to to um, to give back to those that lock shields with them. So it's he's getting this men's ministry warrior mindset. Uh, and so their first little mini project was uh, Cliff, one of the co-founders. He wrote this little story based off of Judges three thirty one, um, and it's based on Shamgar, son of Anoth or something yeah. like that. However you say it. And he slew 600 Philistines with just an ox goad. And an ox goad is just, uh, it was a farming tool. Yeah. It's a long, Not a weapon. long spear thing with like a little hook to kind of goad rocks, yeah. you know. And that's all he had to hold off. Uh, and they call it like this pass, but it's just this area where this is kind of how Cliff Graham kind of used his, uh-huh. in, you know, imagination yeah. around that area. Because David and Goliath was in the Valley of Elah and stuff like that. So it's like this major in way into the the land that the philistines always tried to invade and so just kind of imagining at this particular time there's 600 philistines marching against to go take over this land and all there is is just this farmer sham and so it's a little short mini film that i got to go because you know kind of poured into it and stuff got to be an extra in Mm. and so the helmet is just a part of the whole get up that i got to bring home yeah so, so I do have one question. Are if anyone can see this helmet, are the brushes on the top of the helmet so that you can wipe your feet off if they get dirty? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's really functional. Really functional. You know, I, I'm assuming this is pretty accurate to the time. You know, yeah. He did, he did a lot of research, but it could not. It could well, vary. I know they because they used a lot of things too, where the number of these depicts the uh, level of officer you are. Oh yeah. Well, or something like that. And but, it reminds you know, me of, like, the pictures of, like, that. Spartan armor yeah. Too, yeah. and, like, things like that. And I feel like First, the Philistines had a lot of, like, were big on riches, so they had, like, gold and things yeah. like that. So they probably were trying to make themselves look yeah. Oh, yeah. intimidating but, yeah. just in what they wore. Yeah. So, that, so and, and it was cool. Like, you know, I so I had this big, like, cloak. It's real little black, like fur looking thing. I'm kind of disappointed thing. you didn't have it on right now. Yeah, yeah, you should be wearing the whole thing. I would man. sweat to death. Um, <laughs> and and we had like it. the kilt, like the skirt type thing with it. Did you it. wear underwear under the kilt? Well, here, here's the thing. No, he didn't. <laughs> well, yeah, basically that was all I could wear. Yeah. They told us, we're, we're, we had to go to Utah. Yeah. So this smoothie. is February uh-huh. in Utah. The Chilly. snow, they found this awesome that looks like a pass. And, and it's like on one side, it drops down like a cliff. Yeah. And then you got cliffs on this side of you, and so you got this, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hiking trail, yeah. really, is what we were able to film on. But they were, it was really, it was really fantastic because they filmed everything in one week, wow, start to finish. Mm-hmm. They flew us extras. There's about seventy of us that went out there. They flew us out, and they used us for three days of that filming. And then, um, so we got to film everything in seven weeks. They filmed everything, and you were slaughtered, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but we were in there, and, and they sent out all this information to us, and they they gave us suggestions on what to buy because, you know, it was kind of hard. that We had a guy that, uh, you know, kind of worked for SoCon and then has is, is jumped over to Gaborum, and he kind of was our liaison for us extras yeah. between us and the production staff. So he's communicating what he can to us. Mm-hmm. So anyways, like, 
they send out word about what to wear because we have the concept art of what this armor is supposed to look like. Yeah. But without physically knowing exactly what, they try to give us information based on what we're going to wear. So mm-hmm. they sent us uh, a list that you can buy stuff from Amazon, uh, suggested things. So like brown gloves, you know, you could wear black if you want to. Mm-hmm. And they put these brown thermals, so long sleeve or pants, but and, and like a brown toboggan thing. Uh-huh. And then they put a suggestion on boots, but... Uh, people were asking questions and stuff. So you could pretty much wear different boots you want because they had coverings yeah. over it. And you may not catch it in film. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so but the, they sent a a artist rendering of what you wear, and they kind of suggested that you cut the sleeves off and then cut the pants to make, like, boxer brief shorts. Yeah, yeah. So that you don't really see that. Mm-hmm. And so... I went ahead and got them, and, and I cut them off. But yeah. then, like, people were saying, well, just hold off until you get here to cut them. I'm like, well, too late. I already cut them. Yeah. <laughs> I actually ordered me two pair. Good. And so the first day we filmed, that's pretty much all we wore. Yeah. And we were freezing. Freezing, yeah. Now, they they put uh, they try to get a big canopy tent with a bunch of heaters in there, propane heaters and stuff, so we can kind of get, like, a warming tent. They were The production assistants were handing out hand warmers like their candy and yeah and people are shoving it everywhere now the second and third day after we got the the feel for filming we realized where well that they don't necessarily see every part of you mm-hmm. so all of us are like cramming stuff underneath yeah. what we, we call them the, our brownies we wear to our brownies that's yeah. what we called it your people are putting stuff over top of them or underneath of them yeah. <laughs> and trying to you know because you don't really see and yeah. really because i'm short yeah um, my kilt kind of went down really far to yeah. where my the 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 things you put over like your leg guards were, were like cheap yeah. stuff. Anyways, they went up so far that I could have wore snow pants. You wouldn't even know yeah. because all you see is the kilt and then my shin guard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. So I lucked out on that. But some of the other yeah. guys are taller. They. I know that it, snow so. pants were very popular during Bible times oh, too. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I probably would have fit the. Uh, fit the vibe well there there's uh there's a documentary that um they filmed behind the scenes of it and, and one of the behind the scenes things one of the, one of the other guy one of my fellow philistines uh he shared he, he tried to get freeze it as best he could and get a snapshot of it but it says who's the idiot wearing blue jean shorts <laughs> and it was him yeah. <laughs> he was he found it, it was like of us marching and so the documentary guy's right here now you don't yeah. see it in the film yeah. they, they can all, but in the documentary He's it's all raw yeah so you can see his blue jean pants or something like that it's, it's <laughs> kind of funny, funny. but what it, it was cool too because a lot of us got the help on like behind the scenes stuff too yeah so cool. even if we weren't a soldier there's guys holding up uh, you know, light deflectors. Yeah. I got to help build the base for a fly a jib mm-hmm. for the camera. Yeah, it, that it was, was cool. It was it was really awesome. And so. the trailer came out and it's really cool. So we'll have to we'll link that. Yeah, we viewer discretion is advised though. It's, yeah, it, it's it's, it's not. It's very Game yeah. of Thrones. It's not family friendly, but you know they 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 the disclaimer is they want to be accurate. Yeah. They want to be accurate That's to cool. biblical times. Yeah. So when's the final thing coming out? You said it's kind of sooner. We right? haven't got the final word, but they kind of gave it maybe end of this month or September Sweet. or something like that. Yeah, so, we'll nice. we'll link the info for that. It's really awesome. <clears throat> it might it might actually be out by the time this airs. I don't know. Ooh, probably Ooh. we're we're pretty far in advance, but so. yeah, we'll link it. Uh, but Wait, yeah, should we also address that Logan's not here? Yeah, Logan is also really quick, here. Obviously, they've they've my, noticed that my baby brother has left for college. He's, well, he might be back. He might. Yeah, well, yeah, he's I gonna mean, come back for episodes, but just yeah. like right now, at yeah. this current point in time, he left for college. Yeah, he's at so. Yeah, he is 
studying. He called me today and also said to wish everybody luck on this episode, and he wished he could be here. So He drinks though, so it's going to be a bad episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am on here, so it yeah. might be that. I well, you were fired once, and we can't fire you again. So <laughs> yeah. um, we're, but, we're monitoring your behavior. Yeah. We also didn't write him a contract, oh, so this didn't. could get rough. Yeah, That's okay. where was Logan at on that? I don't know. We, he, he should have been on top of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're on thin ice, so watch it. Yeah, there will be an evaluation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got a we got a fun episode for y'all. Uh, first, we're going to talk about something that I love to do every summer, uh, not even exclusively summer, all the time. Camping, pretty much your whole life, right? Pretty much my whole yeah. life. Yeah. I've been raised on camping. Uh, it's not really camping that other people know as camping, because uh, we have a nice a nice camper. Did you um, always have a nice camper, or when yeah, did the much, camper yeah. come into like, play? Ever since. Er- Ever since I was born, pretty much, my parents started off with like a pop-up t- uh, camper. Mm-hmm. So we we never, as a family, were big into tent camping. I've tent camped a lot though, just on with friends and stuff. But mm-hmm. when I camp with my family, it's more like a just getting our nice camper and get away yeah. from where we live. So we're gonna share some good camping trip memories. Though, oh, today. memories! Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so who wants to kick us off? I don't know. I can kick us off. All right, so I got a couple stories. One story is when I did a youth camping trip. Uh-huh. There was this one kid. I'm not going to mention him by name, okay, because I don't want to embarrass him too much. But Can you tell he me was off just. Air? Well, I'll tell you two stories about this camping trip. Oh, Maybe man. I can tell you off air. Okay. I don't know if you know. I'll sign up. But anyhow, so that we went on this camping trip. I took some some of the teens. Uh, I was a youth pastor at Calvary uh, at the time. And we went on this camping trip, and um, we had a good time. It was actually at Parchment Valley. Um, okay. We we Familiar with the there. place. So that's Ripley, West Virginia, for those that, that aren't in this area. Not Ripley, Tennessee? Yeah, not Ripley, Tennessee. That's another story. That's another story. <laughs> uh, me ordering pizza at the wrong. Oh, It yeah, was Ripley, Tennessee, that. and I was like, well, we're not going to be able to go get that. So <laughs> I am totally sorry. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, uh, so we were at this camping trip. This one kid's just kind of embarrassed, kind of, you know, Maybe just a little self conscious. Yeah. So they 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 change their underwear in, <laughs> in their sleeping bag. Oh, now the funny part of this story. story is that a year later we go to a retreat. <laughs> <laughs> a year later, okay? And he gets in his sleeping bag and he's like Oh, there's underwear in here. And I, I was I, like, I, I know whole year. dude, do you know how long that's been? That's never been over a year. Your underwear has been in your sleeping bag, and oh, now you no. have to use it for the retreat. I remember who that is. Keep okay. it packed in there. Now, here's the other story, okay? Part of the story is that I kind of like baked potatoes in the morning, okay? You, you We've take, heard. You take baked <laughs> oh, potatoes, you put them in the... You put them in the fire, and, you know, or the coals of the fire, the leftover yeah. from the fire the night before, because uh-huh. the coals are still hot. Yeah. So, you, so you put your potatoes and you wrap them up with foil. You just let them sit for <laughs> a few hours, and then they're really good. Yeah. So that was my plan, okay? <laughs> and I was going to provide breakfast that way. We're going to have potatoes, and and it was going to be really good. Well, the guys <laughs> that were with oh, me, no. my teens. Decide they're going to put out the fire. And you know how they decide to put oh, out the fire? They peed on they it. Peed on it. Dude, they peed on it. That's the only way. They yeah. urinate on the fire before they go to bed. And I'm like, guys, you just ruined my whole experience. I was going to have a nice baked potato. Wait, now, question. how can I put a baked potato in a, in a fire <laughs> that's been peed on? Oh, okay. So the potatoes weren't in there already. No. Uh, that no, would have been worse. Yeah, that would have been worse. Just but, flavor. But just the disappointment alone. Flavor town. It was just disappointing for me. Now, was to, there ever a moment where you thought, 
maybe I'll just do it anyways. No. No. I would have done it anyway. There was no thought of that afterwards. I mean, Plus, it, it my coals been done were cold now. The, the oh, urine true, yeah. put out my fire. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to let the fire just die down yeah. naturally. That's right. Let the coals. Now they just ruined it. They yeah. ruined it in two ways. They stunk it up with their urine. And then urine. They, I like how you say urine. <laughs> it's stuck it up with our urine. That Mountain Dew urine stream coming oh, out. And then, gosh. You know, you always have fun camping with your family. It's yeah. a little. It's, it's it's a good time, but it's also a tense time. Oh okay? yeah. Oh for sure. And so you know, we were having a bad day. We're trying to get for whatever reason, my coals weren't cooking the chicken. Oh, the chicken on the other fire. And then you're <laughs> just like, man, I can't get the fire to keep going or keep hot, and yeah. the coals to. To keep everything warm, start cooking. Yeah, and you get a little irritated. <laughs> but that's part of the experience. And then we didn't have a, a scissors or a knife for some reason, so I'm taking a butter knife and I'm trying to cut this plastic thing, and I end up cutting my thumb with a plastic, with a not a plastic, but a, a butter but knife. A butter knife. <laughs> and I and I actually jam it in. My, and that's not the first time that that's happened. Really, <laughs> Eric hurts himself on butter knives. Prone to injuries with knives. Butter knives, exclusive. Butter knives, Because I actually did that once before. I jammed a butter knife when I was working at the Gusky Shutter because they worry about kids so they don't yeah. have actual knives yeah. or scissors around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you could actually cut yourself with a yeah. butter knife. I've done it twice. Man, that's the worst. It's more of like a jamming and you're like right Dude, into you your... can hurt yourself with anything if you try yeah. hard enough. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yep, I almost cut off one of my fingers opening a, uh, a copy. I was younger. Just got a copy of the new Pokemon game. I was in the car using my mom's Swiss Army knife. And I was opening up this game, and I cut myself deep and Ooh. stopped the bleeding with a diaper and uh, wow. saved my life. Nice. Now, can I share one more story? Yeah, absolutely. My, my grandfather and I, and my dad was there, too. We were camping, and it was like a kind of like a church, yeah. other church kind of camping trip. Uh-huh. And it was just guys. So my, just me boys. and my grandpa were walking one morning, and he, we were talking and, and just having a good conversation. And then... Then all of a sudden, my grandpa hears this sound. He's like, "You hear that? That's a that's a buck. That's a buck. That's a that's a you know a, a, a deer, deer buck. You know." So he's like, "So he knew from the sound that it was a buck." Yeah. Wow. That's well, we keep, <laughs> we keep walking, and all of a sudden, we see this guy. And he's just he's just blowing his nose, but it sounds. And I'll tell you, it did sound like that. It did sound like, like a, a deer snorting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It sounded like a deer snort, but he's just blowing his nose. <laughs> and we're like, you got all my grandpa, it. I just remember my grandpa just dying laughing because he's like, holy cow, I just, I just thought that that was a, that a was a deer. And here it is. Here it is. Just uh, Paul was his name. Here's oh. Paul blowing his nose. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. Crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I can go real quick. Sure. So, like I said, I've been on a lot of good camping trips, a lot of memories. Um, I could share a lot. But the one I'm going to talk about is probably my favorite camping trip I've ever been on is when I went camping in Iceland. And oh, so not even your family. No. I mean, there, <laughs> there's some good memories there, obviously. I, I, don't, I don't know if you would call I mean, you camped. But that's the most, like, living a nomadic life for oh, a few no, this weeks. Was, this was camping. So Did you actually pitch tents? Or? Oh, yeah. So for, for, you also <laughs> slept in a van, too. Yeah, for a quick background, me and a few of my friends from Iceland, I've talked about this before, but I haven't gone in depth. Maybe one day I'll go completely in depth because it was one of the best. We gotta show you trailer sometime. Yeah, your video. But me and some friends from college just kind of randomly decided that we wanted to go to Iceland, and so we. And it was all based off the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, we were inspired because we watched the movie The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, and there's a scene, there's like actually a, probably 30 minutes of the scene where he goes to Iceland, and um, 
specifically the scene that inspired us when he longboards on this big hill yeah. in Iceland. It's like a really iconic scene. We were like, we should go to Iceland. And, how, did and you, how did you break it to the, your parents? That oh, this is, this is, I'm glad you asked that. So my friend Jake, who was one of the guys, he, he had been there before uh, a few years ago with his family and they did like, they kind of went and did the really touristy stuff. They had stayed in a hotel or something. And Jake knows my mom really is well. Is that Jake from State Farm? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. It was Jake from State Farm. What are you wearing, Jake? <laughs> yeah. He was wearing red shirt and khakis. And uh, he knew that my mom, because I had to get it past my mom. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was up to me. Like, I'm, I was old enough, but I did want to get it approved with my mom yeah. so she could. You didn't want to get That's it through. Yeah. That's good. That's good. You didn't yeah. want to go through a period of hell for exactly, a year. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted, a, I wanted to, to come home safe, to a safe home and not be attacked. Uh, so Jake, out in the yard. Jake made my mom a PowerPoint. <laughs> he did. It was do great. you have that? I do have it somewhere. Oh, I'd like to we see can that. Link it. But not only was it a PowerPoint, he narrated the PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> and sent it, it to hilarious. my mom. And it is, I'm not uh, even kidding you, one of the funniest things. I'll, I'll show you guys after this. That, I'll show yeah. you guys it's, after this. It seems so Definitely serious. Definitely posted. I think that would be yeah. it. It seems so serious, he, like, but there's so much humor in and it he, as like, well. Added, oh, yeah. He, yeah. He, added, um, he added music to it. And he did it all in one take, so there's like mistakes, but they're so funny. But that convinced my mom to let me go to Iceland. Wow. And not only that, she also financially supported me a little bit too. So oh, cool. Thank you, Jake. Thank um, you, Mom. But, yeah, so... <laughs> no, wait, Jake supported you or well, your mom? Well, Jake, Jake made the PowerPoint that caused my mom to be willing to support yeah. me. So thank you, Jake, and thank you, Mom. Yeah, thank you, Mom. Um, but, yeah, we went to Iceland. It was an awesome time. And uh, Iceland's just an island, as a lot of people probably know. And nah. there's a, a big road that Is goes there around it. Yes, there's ice. A lot of ice, actually. Um, and a lot of moss. But we did this road trip around the whole perimeter of it and camped the entire time. And the cool thing about Iceland is that you can literally pitch a tent anywhere you want as long as it's not on this um, certain endangered species of moss. Really? So, which there was a lot of it. So, um, <laughs> we were, were pretty much just squatting. We looked like a bunch of homeless people. We brought, there were four of us, we brought two tents. And then sometimes people would sleep in the van because it was cold. But also, during this time of the year, Iceland, it was daytime 24-7. So that was cool. Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. But here's my cool memory. Now, was it hard to sleep during the day? No, because we're so tired. We were so malnourished. The entire time, the only thing we ate were Cliff Bars. And we bought food when we got there. We got a bunch of beans, <laughs> some oatmeal, and couscous. And we made it <laughs> over a little campfire stove. So that was cool. But my favorite memory, I think, from that is one of our concerns with going to Iceland is that we were taking our friend with us. Uh, his name's Riley. Won't say his last name. But he, hands down, is the most unlucky person we have ever met in our entire lives. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. J just how unlucky this kid is. He lost all of his hair in fourth grade because he had an allergic reaction to a flu shot. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that is and just he's been one bald thing. ever since. He's been bald ever since. Uh, no, uh, really? Yeah, he rocks it, though. He looks so good. He, he, he has a nice beard, though. It's just did, the hair did on his head. Did he sue the flu manufacturer? I, I have no idea. I have no idea. But he's... A Sorry. lot of Sorry. really unlucky Probably. things happened to him. Uh, a lot of funny stuff. But we were kind of concerned about this because we were like, man, we're taking Riley with us. He's prone to accidents. Um, but we, we did it anyway. As soon as we got there, we, we, we get out of the airport, take this car. It's like... 3 a.m. in Iceland, but it's bright outside, so mm -hmm. we decided to go to like one of the big cities and walk it because it was abandoned. It was cool. The moment he steps out of the car, he gets pooped on all <laughs> over him by this bird. As soon as he steps, as soon as he steps, and Riley, all of us dodged it. Like it didn't hit any of us because <laughs> we were walking side by side, 
uh, and he just gets pooped on on his head. The first thing that happens. Another awesome memory, though, is... Hey, at least he has no hair. He, yeah. have to, he just sure. wipes he just it right off. off. Another awesome memory, I know I'm kind of going long, was one of the first nights we camped, we were kind of stressed because it, it's Iceland. It rained pretty much the entire time. Mm. And uh, we had been driving around trying to find a spot. And we find this area right next to like the ocean. It was really, really pretty, but it was, it was raining and stuff. And we're trying to find a good place to set up our tents because it was the first night setting up the tent. We were kind of sketched out of like, can we even set up these tents? And we were exhausted because we've been awake for the whole flight and everything. And we find this awesome spot that is kind of like, so you have the ocean on one side and then this huge mountain on the other side. And we found like kind of like a cave oh, cool. right by the water and we pitched a tent there, started a fire, and it was the coolest night. Oh yeah, no, oh, wow. it was so awesome. Cool. And now, yeah. now, did you get a longboard? To no, no, oh no, we didn't did you that. Done well, that. the the hill yeah. that we're talking about is like I'm like, pretty sure he used a professional stunt double to do that. It was something yeah. that we could not have done. He'd have gone too fast. Yeah, oh, for Riley sure. would have died. Riley would have. <laughs> <laughs> we would never Riley, but. Ever since then, me, um, me, Jake, Riley, and my friend Ben, we've gone on some other trips, and somehow all of those trips, despite one weird thing happening to Riley, have gone really well. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm going to Texas here soon to see them uh, next Sunday. So yeah, yeah, there's one of my favorites. Cool. Corey has a really cool one too. I hope you tell the one that I'm thinking. I'm gonna tell a couple because talking about all, all of uh, Riley's accidents, I love camping. Mm-hmm. But almost every camping trip I've ever <laughs> been on has gone horribly wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So I love the experience of camping, but I just don't have good luck. So um, the first story I'm going to tell isn't the major one that Ryan's thinking of. Okay. But one of the first memories I have camping, um, my uncle's family and my family decided to all go camping together. And they had a camper – but we like, we did this thing where we were like, all the girls can sleep in the camper. The guys are going to pitch a tent outside. Like, it'll be fine. Well, it gets, it starts raining. It gets so cold. Yeah. <laughs> like, so cold. And I wasn't, th- I wasn't that old. And I was just like, girls are in the camper. You know, we're in here. And I'm sitting in this tent. I'm like dying, freezing. I think freezing. I've heard this before. And I'm just like, I can't sleep. I'm like shivering. I'm, I have like a million blankets on. It doesn't matter. It's probably like, I honestly think it got below freezing yeah. all night. And, wow. Um, 20 degrees. Or yeah, it was crazy. And then I wake up and I'm like, I can't sleep anyways. And I'm like, my hands are like almost blue. I'm looking around. My dad and my uncle are both gone. It's just me in the tent. My dad. They got, just left wait, you in the. Wait. <laughs> so like, you need that it's, body it's heat like, in there, like man. Five, That's why you're like, cold. Well, it's like Scott five, Nolan's a warm guy. Well, it's like five. <laughs> it's like five o'clock in the morning. You've snuggled him before. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's about five five thirty in the morning at this yeah. point. I get out of the tent. My dad had gotten so cold that he went and turned the van on in the middle of the night and s- laid the seats down in the van and slept in the van <laughs> just by himself. Me. Yep, by what? himself. <laughs> And I walk into the camper and my mom and my aunt had gotten awake and my mom like flipped out because I would literally looked so horrible. Yeah. They like heated the camper up super hot, put me under like a million blankets and like put me in one of the beds in the camper. And then they all left 
and like got breakfast and stuff and just let me sleep until I was warm. Oh. And like brought it back and I woke up and I was miserable. Oh. It was like I think I, it's just funny how your dad just left. Yeah. You. Yeah, he was in the van. I think my uncle got in his truck. That's like, funny. It was like... Oh you were all by yourself. Just me and, <laughs> you tried to tough it out. Yeah. Abandon your I didn't son. And you realize. thought you were being bad because you were the one staying in the tent. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. So, Man. So I literally... It was the... I honestly can say it was the coldest I've ever been in my life. Because oh, like man. my... I couldn't feel my feet at all. I was like stumbling around when I was trying to like... Walk. Get out. Yeah. It was so cold. And But I was, I was like at that age where I felt like I had to push through it. So I was like, I want to say I was like 10. So I was like, thought I had to, you know, to yeah. try, right, right, you right, know, right. I need to stay out here because we're supposed to sleep out here. I'll be fine. Um, so yeah, that was the, would have like, been nice if your dad say, Hey son, come with me. We're going to yeah. get warm. Well, <laughs> that's kind of creepy though. <laughs> I hope you wouldn't say it quite that way. But, maybe not exactly those words. I guess. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if it was more like it's too cold out here, we're going to go sleep in the van. <laughs> Get in the back of this van. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm good, Dad. <laughs> I'll freeze. Um, we gotta keep each other warm, son. So, my big camping story, which is the story Ryan wants me to tell. Yeah, this story hurts. It does right. hurt. This is a horribly, it very hurts. unfortunate story, but yeah, yeah. So, my senior year of college. Ryan's a sophomore. Ryan and I are newly roommates. Newlyweds. Yep. Roommates. Sorry. Roommates, yeah. <laughs> so um, we had these like unit style dorms at Cedarville where you like share a bathroom and then there's eight people that sleep in four rooms on one side and then like eight yeah. people that sleep on the other side. So there's like 16, but then we have two of those and like uh, it's kind of like our dorm life. We call them like our brother hall. So yeah. there's like... So there's um, 32, 32, total 32 guys. boys, 32 boys. Um, but All then very, there's, very close. Yeah, yeah, super close. And then we have a sister dorm that also has the same dynamic. So there's 64 total. Well, someone from one of the groups, his family had this giant like camping area. Yeah. Wow. And nice. it was, so we were like, we planned this huge event, uh, brother, sister camping trip. We all had those like Eno hammocks that you can just hang yeah. from the trees. We were all going to sleep, and in those. we were all going to sleep in those out in the woods. Um, we had them stacked like six high up <laughs> yeah. in the trees, yeah. and people would climb all the way up. There was this one kid from Washington State that literally climbs everywhere. Yeah. He would he climbed clear to the top and like yeah. was he was probably like fifty feet above yeah. the ground. Wow, sleeping. he slept there. Yeah, did yeah. you freeze that night too? No. <laughs> so. We go, to this, we go to this trip. We set everything up. It's cool. Having a good time. Having a great time. They have a giant like pond yeah. that you set for swimming. Specifically With like for zip swimming. lines yeah, and so, diving boards yeah. and slides. So we... <laughs> so Don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah, right. Hang on. Back it up. Slow so it down. we start... We're all like having a great time. We start going on this zip line. And it's, Is it's this day one, day two? Day one. Day one. Day one. Oh, day one. Before dinner... It's, it's before dinner. We're all swim. We had set up camp. Then we go up swimming. And camp is like a mile into the woods. Yeah. Like, it's really Pretty, far. Yeah. Um, and we are up swimming. Um, we're going off this zip line. It was so cool because they had a giant platform they built. And when you drop, you're like 20 feet above the water. Oh, like, it's, yeah. it was so much fun. And people are doing flips off the zip line and stuff. And uh, so we did all that. It was awesome. We were pretty much done. Um, we went and... Um, 
to get dinner. So like yeah. we're all set up and we're eating, eating on dinner. Like the dock. Yeah, we're eating on the dock. There's people everywhere playing games, all kinds of stuff, whatever. I was playing and volleyball. Ryan was playing volleyball. Not close to Corey. Not anywhere near or me. Yes. This story would have ended differently. Um, that probably would have ended differently. But, <laughs> but, but our RA, uh, Andrew, I won't say his last name, um, which we were doing this thing at the time where it was just kind of like a weird thing we were doing, but different people would say stuff to each other and be like, you won't do this. And yeah. then you just do it because yeah. it's like, whatever. And I just finished eating. And he looked at me and was like, you won't go down the water slide. And I was like, it's just a water slide, like whatever. Yeah. I was like, bet. So I ran up and I go down this water slide <laughs> and it was right off the dock. I didn't think anything of, about it. It's not like a huge slide. It's just like a kind of like a yeah. pool slide. Yeah. yeah. Um, I go off the slide. The water's about two and a half feet deep. <laughs> and he didn't know it. And I didn't know. I was the only time, I, the only time I had been in the pond was on the zip line and it's so deep. You don't even come close to touch. Yeah. It. yeah. Like it's built for that. So I come off this slide and my body kind of turns because of the turn in the slide and my right foot buries into the mud and I broke and dislocated my foot. It just, as I was like, and it. It, just it was like, if you've ever seen the video oh, of man. like Gordon Hayward from the Boston Celtics when he broke his ankle and his like foot turned inside, yeah, that's what my foot looked like. Jesus. Was, yeah, and I was in the water so no one could see it, and I like started to pull my leg up and my foot was like I I could feel my foot in the wrong so spot. Oh, really and I scared grabbed. because you're in the water too. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, it, it was wasn't super feet, deep. Thankfully, it's only like two and a half feet yeah. deep though. So yeah, I, like, I mean, you can't even get up, right? Well, yeah. So that was the problem. I grabbed it and threw it back into place. Yeah. So oh. I, like, I, I just You did panicked. that on your own? I did it on my own, yeah. I just like grabbed my knee and grabbed my foot and just – because it, it just hurt so bad. And it helped. It actually did help. But I wasn't thinking, so I immediately go to step, and it oh. goes back out. Oh. So oh. then I had to do it again, and then I'm like on my hands, like pulling myself through the water. And no one knows that yeah. this has happened because yeah. everyone's like eating all over the spot. Yeah. And they don't probably expect it. That yeah. Happen. So then, um, I like pull myself to like, it almost was like a beach. Like you pull yeah. onto a beach and the dock was right there. And my friend Christian was there and Christian, and I had been roommates my freshman year. He had actually graduated, but he was a part of this yeah. group the year before. So they invited him to mm -hmm. come. Mm -hmm. And he knows me and like he, he could tell he knew something was wrong. And he like came over and literally helped like pull me up onto the dock. Oh wow. Well then I get over there and I'm not gonna mention any names whatsoever, but there were a bunch of like girl nursing majors in our sister hall. Yeah. And I'm like I know myself, I'm really good with pain. Like I don't it doesn't bother me. This was different. Yeah. Like I yeah. I oh, knew oh, I yeah. was no doubt, up. no doubt. And they were like, oh, you probably rolled your ankle. We'll just get you some ice. So, so, so I didn't say anything. Did they, they graduate nursing school? They did. Yeah. They <laughs> Watch out for the hospital near you this people. Isn't, this isn't even what bothered me because at the time, like, they didn't. Oh, really I, I, know I, I blame Ryan for this whole thing. Well, I was yeah. just <laughs> out there playing, playing volleyball. So, what kind of friend so, is he? So, <laughs> Ryan didn't even know I, this had happened yet. That's not what bothered me. So, cause they didn't really like check anything out and it was like starting to bruise or whatever, but it was like not crazy. So the, someone gave me ibuprofen, some ice and I was just like sitting there and then I 
like I'm talking about it with someone what happened and I hear these girls like 10 feet away from me and it's like why is he making such a big deal out wow. of this like, like making serious? fun of me oh wow and I was wow. like and I was like are you kidding me right now so I tough it out don't do anything someone's like do you think you need to go to the hospital and I was like I don't know we'll just wait and see what you, happens you, the answer was yes he should the answer was <laughs> right. absolutely but, and <laughs> mind you you're still a mile in the woods right well From... not not there we could have oh, okay. actually gotten so did you easier. hop over or did somebody so, bring a vehicle so this to what you I, I remember no, you tried so walking on it I tried to walk oh, on it geez. I tried to walk on it I did walk on it yeah. someone helped me and I like would like hobble step over I was in a ton of pain but someone tried to help me and I we finished eating we went, we were playing games all night, and then, like, late that night, someone was like, We should all go to a uh, Waffle House because it was like, oh, hey, this is right, right down the road. Yeah, so we go to Waffle House, like, eat. We go back, I hobble all the way to where our campsite is in the woods. Gee, mm-hmm. wish. Um, then and you had to sleep in a, a I, okay. So, this is this is where it gets crazy. Everyone's sleeping, and how swollen is your foot right now? Well, too? at this point, well, it was like up. starting to swell. I'll get to that, yeah. Um, when everyone went to sleep and I'm laying in my hammock, but at this point in time, I'm in so much pain. Yeah. I literally can't do anything. I didn't sleep at all, all night. I told my, I texted my mom cause we still had cell phone service, even though we were like out in the woods and I, my mom, I texted my mom until like three o'clock in the morning and that my phone died at that point. Oh, and so from three o'clock to seven o'clock, when the first people woke up, I laid in my tent in the woods in the dark, just wide awake, looking at other people's in tents in pain. So I didn't sleep all night. Then we get up and someone's like, the person below me was like saying something. And I was like, dude, I can't even get out of my hammock. And they were like, what are you talking about? I was like, I need someone to literally lift the blanket off because I can't lift my leg to like get out of the hammock. Mm. So they helped me. We turn, I turn. So I'm sitting in the hammock. And my ankle is so swollen. It's oh. the size of my thigh. It was wow. Like my thigh all the awful. way down to my foot was the same size. It was and grisly. It, it was bad. <laughs> my friend, gosh, props to Connor. I just want to yeah. say, Connor, my friend Connor piggybacked me <laughs> so far until we were almost out of the woods and someone had ran and got a side-by-side. Yeah. And then they, they like, we didn't even know they had the side-by-side, but someone found out that it was like going on. And they brought it down in and like sat me in the trunk because it was one of the ones yeah. that had like the trunk yeah. on it. And then they took me out the rest of the way. But we went straight to the hospital that day. I tore three ligaments in my foot and broke two bones in my foot, completely shattered my fibula, which is like the smaller bone on the outside of your from your knee to your ankle. Yeah. Mm. And I now have an eight inch plate with uh, six screws in my ankle. Dang. And. I have never walked the same. That's for sure. I remember yeah. I, I was with him one time when he got, because I would drive him to go to the doctor and I'd be sitting in there and like, he'd bring the x-rays out. I remember the doctor said that, that was one of the worst ankle injuries yeah. he's ever seen. Yeah. He also, I also remember him saying that when not only did you tear your ligament, you also grinded bone into it when you were walking on it. Yeah. I was going to say, probably yeah. you continually so, walking well, on or hobbling on well, it probably did not that, help. It didn't help because what ended up happening was the bone shattered but then because I tried to walk on it, it migrated through my foot. Yeah. So I actually have four scars on my foot now. The big one's where the plate is. There's a smaller one that's like an inch and a half on the inside of my ankle where they fix the ligaments. And then I have two small ones on 
the very top of my foot where they had to go in microscopically and pick out all the pieces that had moved into my <laughs> wow. foot. That's messed up. But the, the surgeon that did the surgery on my ankle actually worked with like a bunch of the professional sports teams in Cincinnati. Um, one of my professors recommended them cause he was like, look, he works for professional sports teams. Like his job is to make them like they're million dollar athletes. This is their life. Yeah, yeah. It's like, get them back yeah. on the field. And he told my parents that it looked like I stuck my foot into a meat grinder mm-hmm. wow. and it was the worst. He said, I honestly can't tell you how, like oh, what man. it's going to be like when he recovers. Yeah. Wow. He's like, he was like, some people get really lucky and it recovers like super well and they're totally back to normal. But he said, being as bad as this is like, I can't tell you what the ramifications of this now, are going to be. Now, how them girls feel when they found out the truth? Um, I will tell you when I went back. I first off, he was getting the ladies. First <laughs> off, when I went back to school, or I was, I had to wait a week before they could do yeah. surgery because I was so swollen they couldn't do surgery. Oh, yeah. So they left me at school because like it was hard. It was just hard to move me. Yeah. Like we stayed in the dorm, but my parents were had come up at this point. They were nearby. And I was on super high-grade anti-inflammatory medicine to try and get the swelling down. And I literally laid in my bed all day, and we created, like, this thing to, like, hang. I was on the bottom bunk to, like, hang my foot. And Ryan, like, just went to class and then would come back, and I would still be in bed. Like, I couldn't—the only way I could get up is if I had to use the bathroom. Yeah. Um, But we made the most of it, and we sold a great year. We we did. But I had the surgery, (laughs) and then I was gone again. So I missed like three weeks of class. I was gone like two weeks. I was home. And when I came back, I had like one of those knee scooter things. And we always had bro, sis, like brother, sister hall, like dinners. And when I went to dinner for the first like brother, sister hall dinner, the people that I'm talking about literally would not look at me. <laughs> like they did not make eye contact. They like, didn't say sorry? Well, there were, there were a couple of people that were like, I'm sorry, but they weren't the people that were like, I don't think I don't it. think the people that said anything knew that I heard them. Yeah. But it was just oh, like yeah. it was just like I've broken bones before just for sports and stuff. And I was like I was always the person that was like mom don't worry about it. I we'll see what's like tomorrow and yeah, yeah. it so hurts like whatever. Yeah. Wow. And I I this is beyond I had, that. The, I yeah. literally was sitting there after I I couldn't get up out of the water and when my friend Christian had to like pull me up I was like I'm messed yeah. up yeah. i think we should find the names of all those girls and expose them yeah. we're yeah. We're, we definitely should. but i will say you said to blame it on ryan i will say he had no idea this happened for like 25 minutes but as soon as he found out he sprinted to me yeah he was like i cradled him like my baby yeah and, and because of that when i was at school our room was upstairs and i couldn't go up and downstairs for like a really long time, it was. It took a lot of effort. I did for his me laundry. To go. He did. Ryan did my laundry for months. Yeah. Ross, he did. <laughs> Ryan was mama bear to I that was, sea bear so over there. And if I was like in the room and like couldn't go to dinner or something, he would like bring me dinner and Aww. stuff to the room. Yeah. Good he, he was a good friend. I saw. A, I mean, he, I don't know about you, but I, I saw a good time. Yeah, it was fun. He he drove me to doctor's yeah. appointments. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> See, that was one of my favorite parts of the year is driving to the do- the doctor appointments because we actually just a got lot of off fun. campus. We just hung out, got away from all the, we'd usually all get, the fake nurses. <laughs> we'd usually we'd usually get like off campus food yeah. and stuff, so it was cool. Yeah. All the fake nurses, but, yeah, I just walk yeah. that off. <laughs> so that was a huge story. So yeah. sorry I took so much time on no, that, no, but right. it Perfect. was it was life changing, literally life changing. Yeah. When I wake up in the morning, it's hard to walk. Oh, yeah. Still to this day, I mm. s- I still carry him and do his laundry. Yep, that's not true. That isn't true. Adam, right, what do you got? Yeah. 
this, this is the camping episode. I just realized that. I yeah, yeah we're this gonna have is, to, I'm fine with change it. of gears. I'm this is a hard this is this was a hard one for me because unfortunately my caving trips weren't as terrible as that. Just <laughs> the group of people I went camping with a lot, we did some things that probably I can't say on this podcast. Yeah. Uh one was a pyromaniac. Yes. And uh I won't mention names either. But yeah, a lot of times there was fire involved. One was a guest on the show. A lot of times there was, <laughs> you know, oh, it was just yeah. Because my group of friends, who someone was a a guest on here, their family had a river lot. Our first. And guest. that was that was <laughs> that was a pastime for us. We would just Sunday nights after church, we would all go down to this. They, their their uncle had built this cabin basically by hand and stuff. So we didn't really have to stay in the tent. We stayed in the cabin. Uh, but man, we'd stay up all night, Mountain Dew pizza, all stuff. And it would be like an every other weekend thing. Yeah. So there's all kinds of shenanigans going on down there. Uh, and then there's also camping trips that we went on that I actually took pretty much the same kind of group of people and maybe a few extra. Actually, we went to the mountains, like in West Virginia, you know, Na- Monongahela National Forest yeah. type of thing. The National Forest. Yeah, and so we <laughs> roughed you burn it. Down the the, there's oh, almost. Uh, there's like you, you. We tent camped. There's no bathrooms. You have to dig your own hole, type of thing. And, and That's the most cool stuff. here's the thing: the, most of these people would never went that type of camping before. And I grew up up there. My dad and I always go trout fishing up there and stuff. And so, you know, I've, I've taken them there, and we've actually went to other campgrounds. And most of the time, we went there for like we were celebrating like somebody was getting married so it was like a guy bachelor bachelor party, party type thing but nothing be your own whole bachelor party <laughs> yeah but that and 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 of course we videotape stuff so we have a couple of dvds from a couple of those but that i can't show or link or anything oh well. we're gonna link them they're you no know, they're they're and these yeah. are christian guys oh yeah well nothing nothing it was, terrible it was good ornery it was ornery, yeah, but, but it, it was just it was some monkey business it was yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, one of those At trips, somebody just happened to have fireworks in their truck. Yeah. Just and so, we were blowing hot dogs up and and stuff. Yeah. But I, I I will say, say that I will say that the boys will be boys. No, whenever we say that at Cedarville, we say, are you down to clown? Yeah, yeah. That's what we used <laughs> to say. That was yeah. that was our thing. You down to clown? Yeah. But, you know, we, I have had a lot of good time camping with those guys. And, you know, a couple of the things that one t- – I will share one story. Uh, one of them brought a BB gun. And it wasn't it was an airsoft gun. It was an actual metal BB gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The stuff you kill animals with. Yeah. Or, yeah. And so we're just sitting around the fire, and he's playing and just shooting stuff on the ground. Well – he cocks it loads and has it like down low where I'm not even paying attention because it shoots me. And I'm like, for me to Corey, I mean, so there's a fire. We're just right across from each other. And my he shoots you shoots me in the leg. Like point I blank. jump. Oh yeah. I jump <laughs> up and I, cause he was trying to tease me with it earlier. And I said, do not shoot with that thing. Yeah. And he shoots me. And so Are you like, still friends with this person. Uh, yes. Unfortunately. unfortunately. <laughs> uh, so one of his best friends. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyways. And so we end up and we like, I can't remember the same trip is or not. Is this the same friend that you stole a wallet from? No. Okay. Different no. friend. This is the brother of that friend. Okay. I know who it is. <laughs> yeah. The same Spotless. guy that's also the pyromaniac. Yeah. 
So anyway, so the same guy uh, that did sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Our Seven Eleven plug. We're gonna like we're, he won't get him fired. <laughs> anyway, so I can't remember if it's the same camp trip or not. Where somehow we turn it into a game with this BB gun. Anyways, somehow I get it and I'm chasing him down, and I ask him, "Do you surrender?" And he's laughing. He's on the ground because he fell, and he says no. So I go point blank and shoot him right in the thighs, payback. So um, he laughs. You know, it wasn't. It, they're they're not that terrible. So yeah. really, yeah. My but, cousin got shot in the neck, or no, my cousin shot somebody in the neck with a BB. Yeah, and it actually was like in their skin. Dude, like, I, it was hanging. I in saw a neighbor boy of mine. Another neighbor boy shot him, and it was in the right below the Ooh. eyeball in that oh. little skin. Like you can peel that down, and you can see the BB. In Are there. you he serious? Like Did he lose his eye? Or no, no. no. Good. Just Christ- missed. The Christmas story is not true. No. <laughs> my dad killed a the biggest cat I have ever seen in my entire life. One time, had crawled up underneath our house. And my dad killed it with a BB gun. Wait, he killed a cat? Yeah, it was. It, it was like rabid. It, rabid yeah, cat. I, I, I would like hesitate a, to call it a cat. It was more feral. like a, a timber wolf. <laughs> it was timber huge. It was like dad, a bobcat. Yeah. Killed it with a BB gun. Big old bobcat. Yeah. He, Why didn't he use just a regular gun? Because he's shooting underneath our house. Oh, so he didn't want to damage it. Yeah, he didn't yeah. want to shoot like a pipe or something and cause the house to explode. But <laughs> got the cat. <laughs> How many shots did it take? I don't know, but I remember uh, me and my friend Ben were spectating. My dad was clearing the, cow- the, the house. He crawled up there with the BB gun. I remember the first shot he took, he pinned it. This might be graphic for the podcast. <laughs> I don't get it. It's fine. It's fine. We already um, lost probably 10 years ago. <laughs> he... Uh, he he pins this cat up against the corner, and the first shot he forgets to put the BB in, and <laughs> he so he just, just shoots. He just shot air in the cat's mouth and just ticked <laughs> it off. And we hear the most, the loudest cat scream, and my oh, dad's like he's fighting scared. with the cat. And event, he somehow he gets. I kind of imagine what your dad is screaming too at this yeah, point. Probably not PG. <laughs> but me and my friend Ben were like, "Oh my gosh, is is my dad gonna die under here?" <laughs> and then eventually he comes out with this cat by the tail. It's dead for sure and he picks it up and it's massive the biggest cat ever we just me and ben just go chuck it in the woods wow yeah it was not your it was not a, it was not a, a pet cat it was a yeah it was a, a dangerous cat yeah, yeah. It, well we were afraid it was gonna go under there and either have kittens under a house which would have caused a bad oh, so problem you just killed a whole family i i, I don't think it was pregnant <laughs> <It's getting> awful <laughs> we it, it was a male cat oh we were afraid it had rabies and it was gonna crawl under there and die and just yeah. stink up our house so we had to take care of it but yeah, good times. Oh, wow. Yeah, camp. I've, I've got a lot of good camping yeah. stories, and I videotaped a lot of it. So it's so we should have had a campfire with us. Yeah, yeah. we should have done episode. this episode outside. Oh, that would have been around cool. a campfire. We Maybe next like time But it. I got some good cricket today. noises. Ready? <laughs> that was the worst. Just, cricket it's a Norwegian cricket. Yeah, it's an Icelandic cricket, Eric. <laughs> Yeah. He learned it. Do we want to go like, ahead and do the next topic kind of fast? Yeah, we're going yeah, we, to have to. We got time. We we, we'll just skip the, the, last the last one. one. Okay, cool. So, yeah, now we're going to quickly talk about something that I'm excited to talk about, and I don't even know what I'm going to talk about yet, is our favorite movie villains. It's can, not a good yeah. movie unless it's got a good villain. Yeah. I can I stand by that. Well, kick us off. Well, can I say this before yeah. you share? That every great movie, I my personal opinion, has to have a great villain. Okay. Has to have. I think it does. I think it's very important for it to have mm-hmm. some type of antagonist or yeah. there has to be some of, type of controversial yeah. thing yeah. going on. I don't. No matter what I genre, I don't think it has to be like specifically a villain. But whatever is playing the role of like antagonizing the yeah. 
there's there's got to be some kind of force going to against and fro, to and the fro. protagonist. Yeah, exactly. That's like, and in that force. See, has I would to be even good. argue that it doesn't even necessarily have to be a like a, a person. Yeah, it could even oh, be yeah, a no. concept. Yeah, a situation, I think, a I circumstance. I think that's true, but I think the best movies do. Really? Usually. Yeah. Oh okay. well, if you can, if because you can that personify way you can target exactly. That. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. can have a person to, that that economizes all mm-hmm. that stuff or. Sorry, I had it. No, I I think that's a good point to add into it. So I'm going to go with Shrek. No. And (laughs) Lord Farquaad. (laughs) (laughs) The scariest. The fact (laughs) when he was on his horse and got down, and you first found out that he was small. That terrified that me. That terrified yeah. me. <laughs> but it's always actually, a little guy you have to watch out for. Yeah. Yeah. So, like get you the knees, man. So <laughs> this is this is actually really serious. This is one of, in my opinion, the actor that played this villain is one of the greatest actors ever. Like just the way he did things. You're gonna take mine. I'm definitely taking it. I guarantee it. Heath Ledger, Dark Knight, mm-hmm. yeah, Joker. He did a phenomenal he, job. He did too good of a job. He did, yeah. It ruined him. It, it actually it ruined everybody after him. Exactly. Yeah. And and the thing he got is so lost in that character. But even not just that movie, like other movies that Heath Ledger has been in, he's just incredible. And the lengths that he went through to become and personify what yeah. the Joker was. Like a lot of the cartoon whenever I think of like the cartoon Batmans and see the Joker, he's always kind of like well dressed and like upkept kind yeah. of, but he's crazy. Right, yeah. But Heath Ledger took the Joker, in my opinion, to a level that like if the Joker was a person in real life, real this is how insane Yeah. Exactly. He, like the level of insanity that he portrayed. Mm-hmm. It was just like and the reason I think it made him such a good villain is because the way that he portrayed that villain he would have done anything. Yeah. Like there was no, it was almost like it was also believable. Lot, it was believable, but yeah. a lot of villains are like very scripted and like they have this plan on what they're going to do and what, but like he would have done anything mm-hmm. like off scripts, like not a, like he did have a plan, but like it didn't yeah. matter what the plan was. It was just, it was just, yeah. that's I how think, insane he portrayed him the, to be. The best thing about that was the Joker was portrayed as somebody that wanted just to see chaos. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. He didn't like, you're pointing out that he did have a plan, but his plan didn't have a purpose yeah. per se to gain wealth, to, to gain money, mm-hmm. to gain fame. See, I think he that, just wanted to see the world burn. You know? See, I think that, the way that the Joker was portrayed in that movie resonates so well with a lot of people is because I think that his character was a lot like a terrorist. Yeah. Yeah. And I think especially at the, the point in time when those movies were coming out, that was a very, very yeah. prominent thing yeah. that people were thinking about. And that really captured like the like unpredictableness See, of it, a, like a, right. a terrorist. And for me, if you don't know me, I am yeah. a huge Batman yeah. fanatic. Yeah, it's so, a Batman tattoo, just so everyone Yes, knows. I, I have a literal Batcave in my house. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so huge. He but is Batman. The Joker has always been my favorite villain of anything, mm-hmm. no matter what. And and yes, cartoons and, and different movies portray him differently. Yeah. But the mm-hmm. thing about the Joker that I love, and this actually comes out in the cartoon sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, not directly. But and, and I think the movie did really well with Heath Ledger is that 
the Joker needs Batman, and Batman needs the Joker. Uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah. it's always that it's they they try to personify that good versus evil, and there's always going to be that evil. And mm-hmm. in Batman in the comics, you have all these different villains: Penguin, even Bane, all mm-hmm. these other villains you come up. But the Joker is the one. Yeah. yeah. And there, like Joker would not know what to do with himself if there was not a Batman. And mm-hmm. it comes out in the movie a little bit too. Is like, you know, saying and, and even like uh, Commissioner Gordon says it. You know, it's, it's basically Batman is spurring on these villains. Yeah. yeah. You know, because here we, we get Kevlar vests, but now they get Kevlar piercing bullets. Yeah. Now they have Batman, and now the level of criminals yeah. are... Oh. And that's what is, is, is rising, you know, the Joker up. And mm-hmm. so that, that I love that, you know, even if it wasn't Heath Ledger, he did a phenomenal job. Yeah. But they... Just the Joker in general yeah, being that that's villain a concept, is yeah. so yeah. He, no, it's it's genius. It really oh, is. Yeah. And and the thing I loved about the Joker when I talked about like his his look. Too, oh yeah, that was like spot in, on. In a lot of the other ones, like the makeup's done really right. like, but the way grunge. his the it's way very yeah, it was very grungy. Mm-hmm. The way his makeup was like kind of running yeah and stuff like that. It's just it's I crazy. don't know. He was the most. To me, the most like and, intimidating Joker, and and going off what Ryan says, like they could, if it wasn't being a Batman movie, they probably would have done with no makeup. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I, you know, they weren't trying to make him look like they were trying to make it a bit terrorist yeah. type of feel almost. Mm-hmm. And so, they, like, uh, if we gotta put makeup on him because he's a Joker, and then we're gonna make it look like the, you know, yeah, you can almost yeah. look, which I turned out really well. I think. Yeah. You know what? I, I thinking about that movie in general, though, I thought the opening scene for The Dark Knight was one of the best. Just the whole bank robbery. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I love that with yeah. all the different elements, and then you got and the, he he had this stepped and hit mm-hmm. you know yeah he the, the the guy I hired has told me to kill you yeah and then they just kill each other until yeah. well he's the only one yeah left. left that's crazy yeah. what what a good movie yeah it was a good movie I also think Joaquin Phoenix did a really good job as Joker I still haven't seen yeah. that well so I actually. Can't. When he mentioned that Joaquin Phoenix, I thought about the Joker, but then I also thought about another evil role that he played was the Gladiator. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And I was thinking, wow, that's a great example of a great villain mm-hmm. in that movie yeah. because he's just creepy. Yeah. You just get yeah. the creeps when he's on screen. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of the kind of the imagery of a great villain. Is anytime he's on the screen, you're like, oh, I really don't like this guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he made the movie so much better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and that became, that was a great movie. That's what drives that that mm-hmm. other character. Exactly. What drives yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And so the better the villain, the more it drives that yeah. mm-hmm. that that other person. You know, the protagonist. I mean, it really drives them more. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. It drives the movie. Yeah. I'll go ahead and mention okay. a few other ones if that's okay. Yeah, no you know, I was thinking about... Um, Eric took a lot of the ones that I was going to say, but I, 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 I want you to mention them. No, go ahead. I'll no, well, because... Let me, let me I, go ahead and I can just... I, think, I already threw Joaquin things. Well, I, 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 think I backed up have, Corey, but yeah. I have off-wall ones I think I you're going to have better things to say about... Well, I'll add to it. Go ahead. Um, Throw them out there. What's it called? Uh, Toss them. Let's hear them. Uh, uh, oh, no, no Country for Old Men. Yeah, that one. So, uh, what's the guy's name? Jave, I'm looking it up Jave right now. Jave, uh, Javier. Um, if you haven't seen a, a movie no uh, called Men. None Country for Old Men. By the Coen Brothers. Wow. Flawless. It's intense. And you, I think it's this flawless. guy that is the protagonist, the evil character. Let's not spoil it for Corey because I know yeah, he hasn't I seen haven't it. seen it. I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But didn't it just, we say we might watch that tonight? You see this tonight. and you see this man just kind of, he goes through a tear and you're like, wow, this is really... It's, Amazing. it's yeah. It, he, some of the most intense movie scenes I've ever seen come yeah. from that movie, mm. and it's it's just so good. Um, you also were gonna mention Seven. 
Yeah. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, which we talked about him being He's a villain in real life. life. Yeah, I said he had but, the best movie to real life adaptation of a villain ever. But movie the seven movie, that was that's an amazing movie. And again, if it wasn't for the you know, the evil character, the villain in the movie being so good at what they do, it just doesn't make it come but seven was a well thought out movie, but Kevin Spacey, to his credit, even though he's evil in real life too, he uh, he did a great job playing that character in Seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really creepy. For sure. Just the just the whole knowledge of him taking his exactly. fingerprints off, exactly. just to, so he wouldn't be it's caught. Crazy. Mm-hmm. What's it's in the box? Like, Whoa! Yeah, what's in the box? <laughs> what a iconic yeah. thing! All right, so mine is one of my. I've mentioned this movie before, and. Um, not only I think is this this one of my favorite villains, I guess you call it a villain in the movie, but also one of my favorite like actor performances in a movie is The Shining. Yeah. Um, Jack. So Jack, yeah, from The Shining. Jack. Oh man, I mean, um, Jack Nicholson absolutely killed it. I I think it's really cool how the entire movie kind of focuses on his descent into insanity. Mm-hmm. I think that's so cool. The scene when Wendy discovers his book that he has been writing and it's just nonsense um is just an absolutely great scene and then obviously the the uh iconic door scene with the axe here's johnny here's johnny Didn't I, he I, improv I that? Crazy. yeah he did mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. and uh, another cool thing about that movie which i think kind of explains why it's i think it's one of the best horror movies ever is that there was a lot of very like a lot of the actors were mistreated a lot on set there's a lot of really mm-hmm. yeah oh i yeah. mean stanley kubrick was kind of famous for like he's very very devoted to getting his image across no matter what he like and, tortured her oh yeah what, her, what's it, her, especially the um what's her what's name? her name her, her character's name is wendy i believe yeah her, i remember yeah, yeah. shelly duvale i think that might have been like oh like literally tortured her yeah almost. i think that was that's one of her only big movies but uh, no she was in popeye with uh <laughs> she, she <laughs> Sorry, this is her second. Robin Williams. Hard... Robin Williams. Big change of gears, right there. Yeah. Big shift. But no, that um, that scene, that uh, here's Johnny scene. She didn't even know that he was gonna come through the door with the axe. She mm. thought that he was gonna do something else, and so her screams were like real. Wow. Like, I remember yeah. she, they would like, uh, Stanley Cooper would just treat her awful, and uh, just wouldn't give her a break. I also remember seeing that, um the lighting for the inside of the hotel they had these in order to get the effect they wanted they had these huge floodlights on the outside going in and the inside of the hotel was burning hot because of the lights but wow. he liked the effect it get so all of the actors were just really being miserable miserable yeah. which just i mean the movie's about a family being broken seeing mm-hmm. jack nicholson was joker that's what i was gonna say so, obviously <laughs> who had, all of the Batman movies have villains that like transcend yeah. other movies, which is they crazy. always end up being a Joker. If you're an awesome yeah. villain of the movie, you end up being a Joker. Yeah, Walking Phoenix. Yeah. But man, <laughs> I think The Shining such a good movie, yeah. and, and it's a great book. I know Stephen King didn't like the movie though, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a movie that he did like? Did he like Stand by Me? I, I honestly I don't know. I know that a lot of them that have come out because he didn't like Pet Cemetery, they were, uh, which I thought Pet Cemetery was really yeah. good. Yeah, oh, I can watch it. Did he did he like that? I I honestly don't know which ones Come he on, liked. Ryan. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're I, Stephen I, King I, guy. I love Stephen King, but I because I don't know. I don't. Know I will he, look it up. Like Carrie, what? did he like that? I don't 
He might have. Um, what about you, Adam? What was the one about? I stole yours, but I was planning on that one before I knew you were going to be on this episode today. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, so got, it, it, that, that's my first thought yeah, was that one because I just like Joker in general. But I, I have I have an off-the-wall one. Okay, one sec. I just oh, recently, he like He said he really likes the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. how you yeah. couldn't. Oh, yeah. And, and he does really like Stand By Me. Okay. Okay. I thought maybe stand by. Those are the first two that um. Shawshank Redemption, great movie. Oh yeah. I don't know how anyone could not like Shawshank. Yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, a little off the wall, partly, but I do not like Dolores Umbridge. Who is that? Oh, Harry Potter. Yeah. I I if I if I can skip a movie, it's that one. She just she gets under my skin. It's Harry Potter. Now and and I will say too on a more serious note, I love the good versus evil fight in Hall of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Voldemort and whether he's, you know, whatever. But just the fight against good and evil is, is awesome. But the one the one movie where you have Dolores Umbridge, she's she's sent from the Ministry, but it's when the Ministry's kind of corrupt and she's oh, trying yeah. to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get it back out of, you know. You yeah, know, uh, get it under control, get it under Ministry, and she just irks me yeah yeah and so as a villain pushing and you see it not just the main character but like the entire school they're just getting yeah revolting and and that's what happens i mean other kids Mm -hmm. are starting to meet in secret to disobey and stuff like that remember that time where he that's my off the wall villain like oh she had him write down harry potter write down stuff i would not i I, I would not tell lies yeah Yeah. and he was writing it it was actually writing on it into it it was the ink on the paper was blood, but it was because it was magically coming and writing on his own hand. Yeah. yeah. That's the type of villain you love to hate. You just exactly. hate like, that person. Oh, man. Yeah, she did a great job because she was like. Oh, yeah. And I, it's too, too, like, or true that she was, like, fake. Like, you knew that, like, she was tr- trying to give this idea that she was good. Yeah, but then exactly. You, know that you can tell. Was, oh, yeah. yeah. So, so as an actress, she did phenomenal, yeah. I think, yeah. With, yeah. with portraying that, that, mm-hmm. that type of personality and stuff. But, oh, yeah, she, she gets under my skin. So I didn't think about it before, but I also really like that you brought up Harry Potter because, like, how you talked – how we talked about, like, a good villain, good hero. Mm-hmm. I love in Harry Potter how the, like, good side and the bad side are actually so, like, muddy and intertwined in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Because of, like, there are people that are bad but become good and people you think are good and become bad. And then just the idea of, like, the Horcruxes, too, like, Harry being He had one. bad in him. So yeah. he had – he literally had bad in him. And just how they were so connected the whole time. Yeah. This could I take just, a spiritual turn. Yeah, oh, because, that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's why I, I kind of <laughs> brought it up, you know, because it we can. Because have evil he, he's, he's not only is he fighting this external force, but then he mm. ultimately has to fight the, the yeah. evil inside of himself. Yeah. But then I Dick think of, then I think of like Snape, like the whole time, oh, like yeah. that character is just fantastic. See, and like, like I, I, and it's like I don't want to say he's a villain. Really a villain. I can't say yeah, he's a villain. He's I mean, not, sorry for spoiler alert. Surely you found that by now, but if you haven't seen it by now, but like see that the whole movies, you do get irked by him. Yeah, he named his own son after him. Just to let you know that uh, all those movies are on a- HBO Max. Which you can get for free with AT&T Unlimited, which is our next sponsor. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. I wanted to Sponsors. say that shortly here soon they're going to be on Peacock. Oh, yeah. I've been hearing a lot Peacock about Peacock. is the NBC version I've been of hearing a, a, lot a about streaming that. service. It's free. No, it's oh, it's free. free. Well, because there's a, lot of, there's a lot of shows I want to watch that yeah. are showing up on there. Isn't the off? No, the office. No, the office is going there. Yeah. The office cool. eventually What about Friends? Go. Is Friends going there? No, Friends is going to be on HBO Max. Okay. But, I, have, I have that one anyway. But yeah, so yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Harry Potter is another great one where. Yeah. Oh. That yeah. Was, that also, was just a quick shout out to Voldemort. I think Voldemort is a great villain. Oh yeah. I mean that carries. I, I would say uh, the movies though. I'm sure of the book, but I'm just I didn't feel like it carried the same I, weight. I, in the I movie. really. I didn't I feel think like he was. I, I, think, I disagree. I'm I think, sure the book would have been better. I think the presence, like when they talked about him when he wasn't in the scenes, yeah. was incredible. When he showed up. But when he actually showed up, it was like every time. Yeah, I agree with that, actually. Yeah. Because. Everyone can have their own opinion. I like the. <laughs> you thought he was all that? Oh, yeah. Like the bag of chips? <laughs> like, uh, what is it? Is it in. Is it Goblet of Fire where they bring him back? Yeah. Yeah. I. I thought that was lame. Yeah, I, did. I agree. Really, it just the movie down. adaptation. I've read the book. Wrong. <laughs> really good. I just like the way wow. he kind of like came back and was like this little like baby that was struggling. And I just, I just well, that, well yeah. I, I guess as a movie, no. I don't know how you would <clears throat> wrong. Yeah. It was no, just, 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 you know, to me, it's like that's that's them trying to show that that's the, that's all the further he well, could get. He needed well, the rest yeah. of well, it. Well, here's my perspective. I haven't read so the book. It books, was just the pure evil. But even just watching the movies, I, I just felt like Voldemort was kind of a little letdown when he showed up on screen. Because, and, and I can see where you're I saying disagree. that because every time okay. they talked about I him, <laughs> yeah, I, it's just like the, I don't agree. The way, yeah. the way they talked about him, <clears throat> yeah. Like there was they so build much buildup. There was buildup, and then. But then you have all the other Death Eaters come, and they're petrified and terrified oh, yeah. and some of them are afraid he was sh- like he just exerted that presence and dominance but, but you I really just, feel like the actor when I no one mentioned the, it oh before. no i think that voldemort the actor that played voldemort did incredible really absolutely i don't need to think it was i, I like mean that i don't i mean not I only like do you him. have to act like a villain you also have the whole thing where you like voldemort has like these he was snake- high and mighty yeah he was snooty he has exactly, these yeah. like snake-like qualities he's, su- he's such a complex character i would like to see heath ledger Oh, I, I don't think anyone else could have done it. I, I, I mean, Heath really? Ledger's really good, but I wow. think that the actor that played Voldemort like is like probably the only person that could have done it the way that it was done, and I think it was really, really S- well. same way as Heath Ledger and Joker. I also don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to get into it, but I think that like saying that, I mean, I, I guess there are certain, I mean, having eight movies revolving around one villain, I guess there are some points when people might feel disappointed, but I think as a whole series, the rise. Of Voldemort is extremely impressive. Oh the, yeah, the fact that oh yeah every movie has a different point of people trying to bring him back to life, and he has he's created this cult of people yeah. to bring yeah. him. And then oh, the well, whole theme and the whole idea. Yeah. No, the and then I th- I'm the... saying once he does come back to life, <clears throat> the, like the way that the actor presents himself and the way that the character is written becomes this huge foe, like this terrifying thing. Someone so like I. I think that the fact that in the movies people are so afraid to say his name, I think that when he finally reaches his full form in one of the last movies, I think that he definitely presents himself as someone terrifying and powerful enough. Well, to and and if you think name. about it, you know, the first few movies and even the books, and this is the way it was just written, it was progressive. Yeah, he was there. He was the underlining thing going on, but there was also other things going mm-hmm. on in their lives that they were tackling. Yeah. I mean, also, troll, troll in the dungeon. Exactly. You know, well, all these well, the three-headed dogs. That's and another the, thing. Know. So he, there's little things that he, doesn't really yeah. jump that quick. He's the underlying villain of the whole series, but towards the um, end, it really got yeah. exactly. But the last two movies, he is the main villain. Absolutely. But the other movies also focuses on for that movie the major villain of that movie or book, but um. So for when you're disappointed in his being him presented at the end in the Goblet of Fire, 
he wasn't necessarily the main villain of that movie. I think that there are other villains. Physic, right. Um, Mad-Eye Moody probably was the main villain for that movie. Well, it wasn't really him. Yeah, but, well, yeah. yeah, the actor yeah. that plays him. So, yeah. I mean, Quirrell in the I first still want to have a Harry Potter episode. Cause, we should, yeah. Oh, I mean, well, I, not I, that I I'll be that. here to do it, yeah. but yeah. yeah we and I'm, Fat I'm, I'm going to throw this out. Uh, just talk about another great epic saga, Lord of the Rings. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll throw that out there. Yeah. I mean, just sure. a, another good, good versus evil overcoming all these extreme obstacles that that's awesome too. well and we could sure. have full yeah. episode i mean there are so many like eric said the yeah. best the best movies usually have that force so like harry potter's an example lord of the rings star wars shrek. like that i will shrek. say i will say <laughs> shrek the years third ago specifically <laughs> years ago when all that was fresh and you come out and this is just me i i like i like to imagine just to go a little bit further like i was waiting for the like sauron to be present. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for that. Well, like that's he, what I somehow he gets, you know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe that's cliche. I mean, that's done too much movie. And so I, I, I applaud them for doing it the way they did. But like me, it's like, man, can we have another, like another cut yeah. of it where like he actually gets the ring and yeah. then let's see the heroes try to yeah. overcome mm-hmm. him getting his full power. Like, I don't know. That's just yeah. my imagination, yeah. but I understand. All right. All right. All right. Well, that was, that was awesome. That yeah. was fun. We were gotten deep Goose there. Balls. So yeah, now we're going to, I folded my script up. Must have been a stress talking about villains. Yeah, God. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about... So we're going to carry on Luke. We did Luke last episode, right? Yeah, Luke 1 through 8 last Yeah, now episode. we're going to do Luke 9 through 13. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and go first because sure. I have the I have the first verse in chapter 9 because I think it's epic. Reminds me of a movie scene, honestly. Uh, let me get it here. So, yeah, mine is uh, Luke 9... Or Luke chapter 9, verse 1 through... Uh, I'll go to verse 6. You guys write that? Sure. Yeah. All the way to six? Yeah. Eh. Maybe six and a half. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but it's it's about Jesus sending out the disciples, and he kind of... I'll, I'll read it first. Uh, when Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He told them, take nothing for the journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt. Whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that town. If people do not welcome you, leave their town and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. Mm-hmm. So they set out and went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. I just think that is epic. so epic. Like That reminds me of like a pep talk that <laughs> Nick Fury would give the Avengers before going out and spanking Ultron or something. Yeah. That is so epic. And... This also was written way before any of Ultron, that. Ultron, so. really? Why Ultron? Yeah, <laughs> Thanos. Maybe. I don't know. So I've, Why I've did that before? I'm not a big Avengers guy, so I'm sorry. Thanos, sorry, Thanos. But yeah, it's it's just like I mean, verse three especially those red verses there. Like, take nothing for the journey. No staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt. You just need the Spirit of God. Like that is just so powerful. And then also, like, even at the end, if people do not welcome you, leave their town and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. Like, that is so flipping cool. Like, that's just, it's really inspirational, well, honestly. It, oh, and, yeah. And, and, it's, and just, the, it's just a group of regular guys, too, who are who are going out and doing these incredible things that, that God has given the opportunity to do. So I really think that's interesting, too, because doesn't that happen several times in Luke? Doesn't Jesus also shake the dust off his feet in a town? Yeah. 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 So it's like... Just the imagery of that's like you're like, I'm done with you at this point. Yeah. Like the dust, on, I'm not even worthy of the like dust on yeah. my feet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know of your town. Yeah, it's just like I think that's crazy because I can't remember what town it is. I think it starts with a B. 
I want to say like Bethesda, but that's a game maker. <laughs> yeah. It's something like <laughs> that. <Belbury. laughs> yeah. It's something yeah. like that. I think, yeah. Though. You know, I, and that's just too, because Oh yeah, again, it's right here. It might be Bethesda. Is it Bethsaida or something? Bethsaida. Very okay. similar. <laughs> I think the same thing. When, I, th- yeah. I, think a, I think Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> he's just but, he's living uh, white run. Yeah. That, and that to me is like, you know, especially that right there where Jesus is showing, leading by example yeah. of, okay, these people don't treat you right. Well, instead of shouting against them, instead of rising against them, exactly. instead of doing this, just shake them, shake the dust off your feet and, and go on. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a great that leading example of what we should do against example. people. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Yeah. I love it. I, I like what you said about the pep talk, Bill. I would love <laughs> to see a movie adaptation of exactly. that. Exactly. Well, like he just gives this big thing, like leading them up, and then they go out and start healing people. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. Well, if Gaborm Studio to switch over the New <laughs> Testament, I'll be sure to put that <laughs> in. We should, we should make our own studio and do New Testament. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should make a drama, Eric, and have that be... Oh, there you go. You have 12 guys. Yeah. And they could be the disciples. Healing people. Yeah. And then and get then, our feet really muddy and like wipe oh, them Oh, I off. had a good idea. You could, <laughs> someone could play Jesus. Adam usually plays Jesus. Gives a pep talk. <laughs> and then since you have 12, 12 people, you just follow the journey of one of them. Yeah. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Epic. All right. Epic so we're going to start taking funding for this. Yeah. Uh, Sponsor us. Well, we kind of did a drama. Let's get our, pay, our, our podcast paid for. We kind of yeah, yeah. yeah. did a drama going. around that where it was just, it was uh, one of the disciples and Jesus and walking. I mean, yeah. you used your name. Yeah. Remember that with Myers and yeah, Jesus? Yeah, it was and really cool. I was kind of walked and did foot washing. You and guys were young in the youth group. I think you were there. No, you were in the youth group. I remember Hannah and you guys, that age group. Being there, we were at the uh, Jackson we were, Hall, the little yeah. building at Cedar Lakes, and we we was, started under we started with the stoning of a woman, and then we went to underneath the shelter and, and did a foot, a foot washing thing. Oh yeah! And then I remember the foot washing because I couldn't get my shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then we 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 carried across, and then everyone yeah. kind of walked and. And Dan played guitar. Yeah, I remember this now. As we walked over to the chapel and finished up, and I it thought was Eric a, played guitar. He was eating. Maybe maybe I don't know. He played "Use Me." But, yeah, uh, I think it was. Eric. Yeah, and then like so you had you and Jesus had a conversation. Yeah, you it were, was like, really cool. Peter. It was like it was like everybody in the youth group was disciples. Yeah, but, but I was one yeah, that Jesus that's talked right. to. I remember that. And so we ended up having communion the Last mm-hmm. Supper at the kind of uh, like a Peter the, Jesus. Yeah, but I remember yeah. whoever Anyways, was playing Jesus similar. or whatever called me up to the front to wash my feet, and uh, I could not untie my shoes, <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to like kind of be serious, but. I was having the hardest time getting my shoes off, but I, I got them off. <laughs> Corey, you want to go? Yeah, yeah, sure, I'll go. Um, I picked Luke nine verse forty nine and fifty, and uh, this is when he's obviously in Luke. This is they're following all of Jesus' teachings, and um, the disciples are kind of talking to Jesus, and it, uh, it's talking about John talking, and he says. Uh, John answered, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he does not follow us. But Jesus said to him, Do not stop him, for the one who is not against you is for you. Yeah. And I thought that was really relevant, especially for like the time we're in right now, because there's a lot of division, even even there's a lot of judging. There's a lot of judging, but even I think of like different church denominations. Yeah. Like yeah. there are certain denominations that will want to argue who is right and who is not yeah. and like and right now what we all need what the world needs is jesus yeah and absolutely. it's like it's like why are you 
this is someone that should be our ally, not our enemy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So why are we judging them for doing good works? Yeah. And a lot of times we, we focus we on the wrong thing, right? Yeah, we, absolutely. We focus on watching everybody else, you know, even like brothers, you know, like Isaiah and Xavier, they'll be watching each other and, and, and seeing what they do or what yeah. the other person does or what mm-hmm. the other person gets away with or not. Yeah. And so the main focus should be in our lives is stop worrying about our neighbor and worry about what God wants for us. Exactly. For those of you that don't know, Xavier and Isaiah are Eric's kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're Eric's kids? Yeah. Oh. They're actually Shelly's kids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shelly's his wife. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, when I kind of have actually been working through the book of Luke right now, so it's kind of cool that, We've been going through this on the podcast yeah. while I've been reading it, but I read that and I actually stopped and read it again because it's such a small, like it's just two verses, but I felt a lot in that about what we're going through right now. Even like, especially in the United States, just division with over people, what their views are with the coronavirus stuff that's going on and like racial issues yeah. mm-hmm. and like stuff like that. And it's like, there are so many little things that we want to pick people apart on when you, you can agree with 99% of what someone else agrees with, yeah. but you want to fight them over this 1% when you could be doing so much yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. Well, if we keep Jesus in the forefront as he should be the mm-hmm. author and perfecter of our faith, in mm-hmm. Hebrews chapter 12, mm-hmm. you know, that's the goal, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, you know, let God just, you know, teach people as far as, I mean, I'm supposed to teach sound doctrine, but but ultimately, you know, I need to do continue to, to live out my faith and yeah. live out the calling yeah. that God has for me, and not worry so much about what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. Adam, you want to go? That's good. Sure. Um, what if you said no? What, what, what would I you do? Nah. Well, you could go. Really, no, you're. I, I you're go I'm, I'm, I'm just. I'm gonna go I'm, last. Mine's kind of heavy. Adam, oh. you're on thin ice. <laughs> <laughs> you better. Well, go. I was wanting the, the you know the main guy to go before I. The I main guy. Well, you no, know, one know. of the no, main Eric, people. You Eric's guys the are the main, main people. No, I'm the guest. I agree. Uh, <laughs> Eric's the main character. How dare you disrespect Fatima Arnsworth that way? Wow. <laughs> oh, uh, Fatima what? Nah, we don't care. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How you doing there, buddy? <laughs> Anyways, um, mine's nothing. Mine's a well-known one. but That's all right. Uh, it, it speaks to me because of... Um, it has to do with, with, with SoulCon. It has to do with kind of based on that. Mm-hmm. And what really helped me a few years ago, just try to speak to that warrior within me. But it, it's 923. Uh, it says, Then he said to them all, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself mm-hmm. and take up his cross uh, daily and follow me. And so, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what's a, really attributed to SoulCon is, is to deny your flesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in anything in our life that, we deny it, it's 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 not just you know the common things it's even it's even food it's even what you drink it's yeah. it's what you lust after with your eyes and your heart it, it's it's everything we want to, we need to deny our flesh exactly yeah. mm-hmm. and um man that that you know I, i've read that for years and i've studied and i've known it but something clicked with me and and when i you know, kind of got part of this men's ministry is how there's so much with it. And that's actually one of the key verses to that ministry. And the logo is designed around it because there's a fork uh, and then there's you know, the cross and then there's a skull. And then the skull is supposed to represent like yeah. you dying out daily to the flesh with, and there's like a snake crawling around the, the fork. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, not only health-wise, we don't want to give in to 
Taco Bell. Food, yeah, which <laughs> we're probably going to go and get after this. But, uh, you know, you don't want that to become uh, such a thing that you, you desire and yeah. you crave. But then there's also things like, you know, temptation of, of, the, of the actual physical flesh where, you you know, lusting after women or other things. And, and you know, we need to deny that every single day. We mm-hmm. have to wake up as warriors for him and, and deny that every single day. And, and for me, I, I mean, I'm a youth pastor, you know, at, at the same church. I, I'm a youth pastor. And so even at, being in a leadership and authoritative role like that, man, I still struggle every day yeah. with denying the, 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 my flesh, mm-hmm. so to speak. And All every morning, do, right? exactly, yeah. exactly. And so, you know, I, I'm no different than anybody else. And every morning I have to wake up and, and deny that uh, of what may come that day. Yeah. Um, and I got to take that cross up daily and, yeah. and be that warrior for him. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it just speaks volumes to me. I, I love the verses like that where it specifies daily. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Because you could, you could easily just write that verse, you know, deny your flesh. But the fact... I think it makes it so much more real, the fact that it's a daily fight. Yeah. Like, not just like, oh, I'm denying my flesh and I'm good. Yeah. I, I just denied that and I'm good with it forever yeah. and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Like, the f- I, I think it's so easy for, especially when you're, like, witnessing to people and stuff, when people talk about the, like, mightier than thou Christians mm-hmm. that are, like, that they feel like they can't even talk to because they think they're just better yeah. than them. Like that stereotype mm-hmm. that we get put into sometimes when you put us in a box. And I think acknowledging that, like that verse is so real to me because it's, it's, we have issues too every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like every day we make a conscious choice, whether we're going to do something the right way or we're going to be sinful in this, whatever. And we're is. asked to deny that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're asked, we're yeah. asked to deny that daily. Yeah. And, and there's so much good scripture before and after that, because I mean, before that, it says the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and teachers by the law. He must be killed on the third day raised. So like, to me, it's like Jesus is, has to go through all that. And then he's mm-hmm. asking us, hey, just deny yourself, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. like, I don't know. So I, I can go on. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll just share mine real quick. Uh, Luke chapter 12, verse four, it says, I tell you, my friends, do not fear what, who, uh, kill you, kill the body after that have nothing more that they can do. But I warn you uh, who you should fear. Fear him who, after he has killed you, has the authority to cast you into hell. Mm-hmm. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Wow. Yeah. What basically that is saying is that, yeah, man can kill you. Man, somebody can take you out, but they don't have any more thing, anything else to do with you. And I think the one thing that, and it may seem kind of dark, but it gives us hope because that is so true. Yeah, somebody might kill exactly. me. Somebody might throw me in a prison. They have no power over you after death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who does have power over me after death? Mm-hmm. It's saying that there is hope after death, yeah. that there mm-hmm. is a resurrection after death. Yeah. So, you know, I should fear God because yeah. he's yeah. the one in charge of me. Oh yeah. So yeah. whether I'm living now or living, you know, after my death, you know, I should respect God because exactly. he's the one totally in charge. I like that you picked that because I also almost picked that verse. Oh, I thought well, about that, but then I kind of butchered it when I read it. No, no, no it was good okay. because it is true. Like we the... need to have, I think a lot of people, and we've talked about this before, and a lot of people talk about that, like the um, God on the shelf faith, yeah. where yeah. you're just like, you're like think he's good, but like when you need him, let's mm-hmm. bring out yeah. God because he's good, and then Convenient but we need to have that like 
holy fear of who God is because a lot I think a lot of people are missing that yeah. these days. It's like there he is omnipotent and all powerful and all knowing and like we should have that holy like I think when I think fear I think like a respect. Yeah. I mean it, it, right. it is a right. fear yeah. but like yeah. that yeah that like holy respect for Acknowledgement. who God is. Yeah. Yeah, I think I referred to this before but it's like you know, if somebody came in here famous, I'm sure we'd all be kind of a little intimidated by yeah. somebody that was like a great podcaster, a great actor. Lord Farquaad. Yeah. Lord Farquaad. If somebody sure. came in that was, <laughs> was popular, it'd be a little intimidating. Yeah. And, you know, sure. I'd be around them some. Why don't we have that respect for God? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Why don't we have that kind of fear for God that we mm-hmm. respect and value his opinion so much that it overshadows everything else. Yeah. yeah and, exactly. and you know, people today are like saying, well, God's a loving God and stuff like that. They don't think about his wrath. They don't think about yeah. having to fear him, but mm-hmm. God is, God is, he's never changed. And, and to me, you know, I, I just love the old Testament and looking at these old battles and warriors, you know, God was ruthless to those that did not obey or had opportunities. And he didn't just go and, and do it everyone had an opportunity mm-hmm. everyone had an opportunity to learn and to know and to come to god and he gave them opportunity after after opportunity and then if they chose to disobey and and like the philistines mm-hmm. god backed his people up yeah. and mm-hmm. wiped them out and that's mm-hmm. what's so there and i don't have a problem i can't there's no one i'm going to offend because the philistines are there's no descendants of the philistines they're gone because they Later. were such a pagan nation and, and and God poured his wrath out upon them that you can't... I know New Testament happened. Jesus came. He's love. He's peace and all this stuff. But God's still the God, same God yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Well, I, I kind of disagree, though, because Jesus says he, he came to set animosity to us because... Oh, he, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, I do think that that's kind of the concept that people get across that you're sharing. I just don't think we but, should forget that. Yeah, you know? God's the same. You know, yeah. the same God in... in yeah, anyway. Not I don't I don't want to say that to live in fear. I don't want him to wipe out my <laughs> descent, you know, or my sin. But I mean, but he is the final judge. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we just need to keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Sounds good. Yeah, and also hey, good. we need a word for the day. Mm. We forgot we didn't that do last, it last week. week. Yeah, I think. Sorry, guys. Lord Farquaad. Lord Farquaad. <laughs> Lord like Farquaad. Spell it however you want. We'll understand. <laughs> 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 but yeah, thank you guys so much for watching another episode. Uh, that was a good one. Thanks that for having good. me, guys. The Logan, stories. I yeah. kept your seat warm thank for you. Thank you so much, Adam. Uh, Fatim Arnsworth over there. Um, Keep it rolling for up. us. Yeah. Be careful. Be right you might lose your so. job. Yeah. But yeah, thank you, Adam. Thank you, me. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Corey. Later, guys. <laughs> See ya. <Bye. laughs> I've had a few times. That was a long boy.